Welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 315, Rad, from 1986. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two. And this episode's brought to you by the X Games. X Games California recently wrapped up. Tune into X Games on ESPN for all of your favorite BMX stunts. Shout out to the X Games. Well, shout out to the X Games. Welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. We mentioned this episode was originally going to be RRR, but I was on vacation. I came back, didn't have time for a three-hour movie. So we're going to do RRR in three weeks. But today we're talking about a movie. My letterbox. I think these are pretty interchangeable movies, by the way. Right? I'm guessing. I haven't seen RRR yet, but I'm thinking it's probably the same movie. My letterbox review for this movie is simply, if a better movie than this has been made, I haven't seen it. And frankly... I don't want to. I've seen this movie like six times in the last That's four years. That's insane for you. That's very, very high for Joe. It was not a Fast and Furious thing. Yeah. So this is a movie that I told you to watch, I think. Yes. Right? Like this is one that I was just like, okay. I, was it? Uh, well, I was trying to figure it out. Rachel and I were saying, we didn't watch this for a show. You just told it to me. And I think it was during pandemic, like right when they re-released the Criterion, you were like, oh, you need to watch this. So this came out, not Criterion, Vinegar Syndrome. This would be no, amazing sorry. if it was on Criterion. Oh, Holy I really thought that it was, I've been telling, that. I've been telling all my friends all day that this was reissued as Criterion Collection, so. You should. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I watched this for How This Get Made five years ago in August of 2018. Okay. And then I watched it again next April, and then later that June, and then the next year, and then I guess again this week. But Brian and I talked about this on his show on High School Slumber Party. Oh, okay, okay. But there was, so, like, the background for this, and I'll get into the thing, but, like, this was, like, so hard to find for a very, very, very long time. There was a version on YouTube, I think, for a while. Oh, I remember and that, there was, yeah. like, a bootleg floating around that was, like, in HD. There's a channel called In HD that, like, someone recorded off their TV and uploaded. Like, that was the only way you could really watch it, like, legally or illegally. It was just, like, nowhere. Because I think the thing was Talia Shire, who was in this movie as Crew's mom, somehow had the rights to this movie and, like, hated the movie or something and, like, didn't want it to be out there, so she, like, quashed Adrian, it. Adrian, right? It's Adrian. Adrian, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Finally, in uh, 2019, 2020, did I have the year? No. Uh, but Vinegar Syndrome remastered this releases in 4K, and then Mondo also apparently put out some version of it as well. But, like... Oh, Mondo did it, too? That's pretty cool. It was so hard to find, then all of a sudden, it was everywhere. There's also weird... So when I was on my trip, which I'll talk about next week, which you don't even know about because we no. had to do the dance. We had to, oh, yeah, I was telling Joey, sorry, we, I messaged Joey. I was like, hope your trip's going well, but you know I can't ask you about mm-hmm. it because I mm-hmm. wait until we do the thing. This is like the vacation dance that we do yep. that like we mm-hmm. know we're on vacations, but we don't say anything about them. So the weird timing is that I was in a movie theater and I saw a trailer for Rad and I was like, oh my what? God, is this getting like a theatrical re-release? But no, they're doing a Rift Tracks live this week, which is weird. So this Friday, as we record, Friday the 11th, so this episode will be out on Patreon probably today as this comes out. They're like, it's kind of like the, it's like how does it get made, but like it's a live commentary where they kind of there's make a, fun of the movie. There's a Rift Tracks um, channel on Pluto. It's probably just a lot of those kind of like recorded commentary. So they're it doing is. one yeah, of these yeah. live where it's the like movie. a Fathom events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, but I think that it shows you the movie and then has it like, does it? I don't, I've never seen, I, like, it's this does something that doesn't really interest me. 
I don't know. I've never seen okay. that, but I think it's like the Mystery Science Theater where it's just like they pick bad movies and they make fun of it. But I will say of important note, when How Did This Get Made covered it, they all, I think they all loved it. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like, because there, there's a lot of movies are like, this movie sucks, blah, 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 like let's make fun of it. But here they're like, no, this movie rules. I will say it has a 42 on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score of 90, which yes. is awesome they, yeah, because people love right. it. Right. That's the correct answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is streaming anywhere. For it is on free. Canopy. If oh, you on use, Canopy. Yeah, that's the library card school login card one. one. Cool. Uh, that's how yes. I watched it today. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then you can rent it for a couple bucks anywhere. Uh, but if you don't, if you don't know Rad, the plot summary is the story of one young man, Crew Jones, who has the intensity and desire to win a BMX race called Hell Track. Which they actually say he has the intensity and desire at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, we're really scared because he has both the intensity and desire to He's win. He's got both of them. Yes. Nobody has both of them. No. It was directed by this guy, Hal Needham, who was a stuntman. He also was a NASCAR team owner. Of note for us, he directed Smokey and the Bandit and its sequel. He also Very directed cool. The Cannibal Run and its sequel. Very cool. And he also directed a movie called Megaforce, which we might do as a bonus episode. No one picked it this lap, but another Garrett Smith fan favorite, Garrett Smith, wants to talk about it. But oh, it's, a, cool, it's like cool, a cool. crazy out in the desert, all sorts of weird vehicles movie. Fun. Okay, sign me up. I like it. Also from the 80s. So like this era guy just making a weird thing. So we'll do that as a Patreon bonus episode sometime later this lap. Is there a movie that's more 80s than this movie? I don't know. I mean, this Rocky movie, Four talking about Adrian, right? Like, this is that. It's it's that. It's like this. This is like what, montage. If like somebody watched this and were like, "That's the aesthetic I want for Stranger Things." My favorite '80s touch in this is that they want to make it look like it's early morning, so they just paint the top third of the frame red to make it look like they're shooting at like six a.m. But it's like you know the middle of the day. Like you know, it's like early, like when he's delivering yes. newspapers, like the entire top third, like. It's like, is my TV broken? It's like, no, they just didn't yes. have the money to shoot this in the morning, so they just, you know, did it that way. Um, yeah, I watched it, and I was like, why is the coloring so fucking weird in this, like, opening? Yep. And it was like, oh, no, yeah, just that. It was produced by a guy who produced Point Break, which we've covered, obviously, and it was shot by the guy who shot a bunch of stuff, nothing I really know, except for the Tim Curry It movie, like the clown, like the Stephen King's ah, It okay. from 1990. Yeah. So the guy who shot that shot this. A uh, budget of $3 million, made $2 million. The only other real backstory I want to share is that the original title of this film, Balls Out. Because at one point balls at the end, they're out. like, crew, go balls out. Which, like, is a fine title. I don't know. If, like, I have a rad poster hanging up in my dining room. I'm wearing the rad shirt right nice. now. I don't nice. know if I'd want to do all that if it just said Balls Out, right? Like, rad's think, a cool I title. Think balls Out would be a great title for the porn parody version of this movie. Mm. You know, like Spider well, Babe like this mm-hmm. yeah if we if we did rad the 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 after dark version it would be called balls out there would definitely be a sex scene in that gigantic garbage can in the kitchen some they would use that somehow oh yeah <laughs> why is the garbage can at a chair spot I other than just don't the no yeah it doesn't make any okay other than someone had the idea like we're gonna put this little girl in a garbage can in and the like, kitchen and we in the need scene. one this big yeah mm-hmm. okay like, just, you know, geometrically, it fits right here for the shot. Because it's an outdoor garbage can. Like, it's, it's a, a big, big garbage can that just like happens to be in the kitchen. Like a rubber-made, gray, plastic garbage can. Not Oscar the like Grouch, a, which would have been a nice touch. I would have liked the Oscar the Grouch. No, it's just a plastic, like, but in a chair spot, are. Mm-hmm. in a nook that only would have two chair spots. Yep. Yeah. I, I laughed 
a little bit because like I sent you the the image of this uh, like the the art for this episode because I've seen this movie so many times like I know like I didn't it's one of those ones like I didn't even have to watch it again like I wanted to yeah yeah but you yeah. were like I'm looking forward to watching it again because I don't remember much of it like had you only seen it the one time or yes. have, you, have you and Rachel watched it okay so this is the second time this is the second time for me I remember like I said maybe it was it was right around when Vinegar Syndrome re released it maybe we okay. waited when the, when it came out and the good re release was out then I watched it then. Because I think this is around the time when you went to Vinegar Syndrome on Black Friday. I think that was around the time this came out. Yeah, because... I don't think you bought it, but I think it was like that era. It was right, right then. I think because I offered to buy you a physical copy, and you were like, no, I had already pre-ordered one or something like that. I was like, oh, I can get you one. They're releasing it. But yeah, Vinegar Syndrome like operates out of this small record store that's like 20 minutes south of me in Bridgeport, Mm -hmm. Connecticut. And it's like the top, and I remember like on Black Friday, they did, like, a vault opening kind of situation, and you could yeah. buy, like, all the vinegar. It's, like, Vinegar Syndrome and someone else, too, remember? Vinegar Syndrome and, like, the more smutty version of stuff. Like, they, well, there's, don't they, so they, they like also a, just, they, I, I, I don't know back then, there was probably something back then, but they launched, I got an email from them, like, two weeks ago, they're like, we automatically enrolled you in this new thing, and you click on the thing, it's, like, coming soon, I'm like, I don't know what this is, and then they emailed me, like, a week later, so, like, a week ago, and they're like, our site is live, and this is where you can stream like uh, vintage adult pornography. And I'm just like, I don't want this. Like, they had a lot what, of I mean, smut. Like- yeah, no, they had a lot of smut, and it was funny because I was with my father-in-law, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is really funny to see these titles because mm-hmm. like they would always be like on the wall of like the smut theater, right? You know?" And he's like, yeah. "I recognize the titles. This is really, really funny." Or the posters, right? I bought two. I think I've only watched one because they had like they they made a big deal about this movie called Sex World. They're like, we got Sex World, we're putting Sex World out. I'm just like, I don't know what this movie is. I've never seen this, like, porno, like, hardcore porno from the 70s. Just give it a shot. So I bought a t-shirt and a poster and the movie, and it's like, like, they put the same level of restoration and care into this as they would into Rad, as they would into anything. It's just like, this is a beautifully restored 1970s adult pornographic film, but just, like, on a... 4k disc it's like like okay. way hairier than what you're used mm-hmm. to but then it looks here, great they had here's a stack that just came in the mail today that they have like sales twice a year now and these are all like ten dollar blu-rays and i'm just like all right you know that some of those are gonna be good i don't know so I you, just, you, you know, guys didn't see the stack but it's like 10 or 15 movies Steve. it's like 10 it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's 10 like it's yeah it's about but they, 10. you know something called they always look passing. great the, yeah. the, the like the books and like the the that and the movies themselves look remastered mm-hmm. great like they do a great job yeah there are a lot when I like because whenever they have like a sale or something I'll just like I'll letterboxed and like past guests of the show also Wolf Southern usually likes a lot of them but like some of them like a lot of them are just like weird this probably isn't worth watching and then some yeah. you're like oh this looks cool um we covered for Mike's other podcast second time around his spin-off of third time's a charm uh we did surf to the end of the trilogy he me and brian because like I, i'm like what is because there's no surf one they made a surf to the end of the trilogy and like i bought that for 10 bucks and mike saw that he's just like i don't know if this is we need to talk about that so like was you know, it it's just like this kind of like i mean it's fine it's not uh, rad okay. but it's you know it's it's fun but nothing is rad so yes do you and rachel love this movie I do. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's like the epitome of 80s. It's it's just fun. Like I don't think that you mm-hmm. get a lot of movies that are this like stupid and fun anymore. I like the like very 80s trope that it's like evil guy trying to take over the town by like tormenting children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's like one of my favorite movie tropes. So I don't think we really get anymore. It's like 
you know, you have to fight aliens or like psychosis or something like that. And it's not just like right. menacing older man hates children. And that's like where like where the guy like wants to get his way for no real clear no reason. reason. And then like What's when a like, kid is just like, I'm going to beat your rules. He's like, all right. So now you have to raise fifty thousand dollars. It's like yeah, just like there's no rule. It's just like, all right. As opposed to like talk to me or just like you have to combat the trauma of this and that. It's just like, yes. no, man, like there's just like a jackass who like is keeping you from doing the thing they you want to do. Kids so you got to raise town. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, what does he do? He starts a dirt, like a BMX race called, what is it? Yeah. Hell, hell race, hell track. Hell track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hell track doesn't really look that hellish. It's like so mostly I through a park. I will say, uh, filming was delayed because the starting ramp was so high that none of the riders wanted to go down it. They cut it down to 25 foot, tall version which is the one that's in the movie and no stunt rider could actually even complete a single lap so what they had to do is they had to film each part like a few times back to back and they would just like cut that in for different laps but apparently the hell track even though it doesn't look insane was so difficult that none of these like professional be- pro were BMX they pro? riders or whatever yeah i'm guessing they were professional bmx riders like i don't know i and i was waiting for you to talk about it here like are the characters that are in the movie actual star BMX riders at the time, or are they just actors playing people? Can you enlighten me, please? I will. I will answer that. I have, a, I have a real answer to that question, but I will say that there's the girl that crew is in love with named Katie, right? Where he's just like, Katie, look at me. Hey, Katie, look at me. Look Who's at me, that? Katie. Oh, the one that he's chasing. Oh, that. Yeah. I want to talk about that scene. Okay, good. Before I Aunt Becky, yes. but the other girl, right? Yes, yes. And I'm like, who is this girl? There is not a single character on IMDb credited as Katie. I have no idea. I have no idea. And her so name she's is like said, very like, intensely like. There, there's someone whose name is Katie's girlfriend. Like just like one of her female friends is credited on IMDb as Katie's girlfriend. But there's nobody Katie. So like to answer your question broadly, I don't know that we know who these people are. But I will say the guy who – so Bill Allen plays Crew. Yes. Um, he wrote a book about this movie. I think this is, like, the thing that he's best known for. Like, he's, like, my rad life is his memoir or whatever. But his character is based off this guy, Eddie Fiola, who was the character's or the actor's stunt double. So, like, he wasn't in the movie, but the guy who was doing all the stunts it was, as It was crew based off his life. This is, is a really, real like, crew, it's a really basically. 13 situation going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I would imagine most of the other... Because, like, there's 19 racers in Helltrack, right? And, like, there's a yeah. couple who have lines, but I guess most of them are just probably, like, BMX kids, right? Who can, like, kind of do it themselves. That's what I would imagine. So, like, you know, like, all of these, like, skateboarding videos and stuff like that, that they got kids that just, like, were fucking skateboarding. And they're, like, if they're not going to talk a lot, what does it matter, right? Right. So, I don't know. Like, there wasn't, like, a bunch. Of, there's not a ton of IMDb trivia about this, but it's not, like, this guy was this, and this guy was this, and this guy won this, and this guy was in the X Games or whatever. Just, like, I think they're probably... You know, before the 80s, when, like, there was, like, the, before, like, the internet, it's just, like, kids who were, like, good at BMX, probably, who just, like, were in the movie. I don't know. Makes sense. I will say, for our Planes, Trains, No Automobiles lap, the first thing you see in this entire movie is a bike. And I'm like, there we go. Bike? Even though Aaron says it's not a vehicle. But if it was an electric bike, yes. Yeah. He's distinguished on Twitter that electric like an electric scooter a lime scooter yes razor no according to aaron and we were like thank you we don't want that <laughs> this, it doesn't does not us. work for this does not work for what we're trying to do here so thank you Re- opinions respected but we wrong. i think you and i were sort of like narrowing down on 
a kind of definition. And then he like really tightened it down, like way past where we were comfortable. We're just like, if we can't have bikes, we're fucked. Yeah, there's no rules. There's no Mm -hmm. rules. Okay, so we got the bike, obviously. Um, I was thinking still kind of a vehicle, like something common, but we don't see often garbage truck at one point. I made a note of that. I love that the garbage truck is used to, to get him dumpster over the fence. him up over the fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there is th- a garbage truck in Fast Five. There that is. Gal drives. There is. Yeah, 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 there is. At one point, I didn't stop to rewind it, but when he's coming through the backyard, I think right after the garbage truck scene, it seems like somebody has what looks like a wooden ship in their backyard. Like a little okay. kid's like playground that's shaped like a ship. And that's as gray as we can get with vehicles. Because it's like a wooden ship buried into a yard. So it can't move. But theoretically, it could move. Okay, so here's a question for you in terms of that. What? The park that was nearest to our house when I was growing up. Okay. After we were kids, they like completely redid it and they made it all safe. And it was all like plastic, whatever. But like when, when we were growing up in the 90s. It was like rickety, rusty metal stuff, like death traps. Beautiful. Which was great. This is the best park. Yeah, go ahead. And the there slide was... that like burns your ass and mm-hmm. shoots you out the end at the same time. I By love the way, it. you saw the video of the cop falling down the slide, right? Oh, cop slide. I've been yeah. I've been laughing at cop. We actually went to we went to this corn and potato festival, and they had like the the like the slide that you can like go to, like the crazy slide, like the big one mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm, get like a mm-hmm, rug mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, Rachel. Where are the cops at? We need to see them go down the slide, and she loved it. So, the best part of that is like, there's no answers. There's like so many questions. Like you've why seen was people ride there? the slide naturally, right? Yeah. There's like people that go down. They're like, how did he fuck himself up this bad? I have to imagine it's the like synthetic material of the cop pants, and mm. and factor in the weightedness of his like Batman style toolkit belt right. that he had on. So he just like gr- grease greased watermelon himself right down the fucking slide but okay absolutely wild uh but in this park there was like a 40 foot tall it might not have been 40 that might just be my kid but like yes. it was three stories tall i know that like three like rungs you climb up or whatever uh rusty metal rocket ship is that a vehicle i i don't think so because it cannot operate without the engine and i don't think that I- I'm guessing here, because I was never at this park, but I don't think that it had an engine in it. There might have been. I don't remember there being an engine, but I'm just saying if, if, if we're boats are, boat. Boat in the ground, though, it's like all you really need to drive a boat is an oar. You but can't, that's, but you Aaron, can't by jump Aaron's a rocket ship. Like you're, you're providing the propulsion there, and that, that shouldn't count. Oh, yeah. Paddleboarding, no. Oaring, no. If you have the little engine, yes. So canoeing across a lake... Not a vehicle. Not a vehicle. But, Flotation device. But if you had like a small fishing boat, yes. See, this is where it gets gray to me. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Don't Bikes, like it no. Either. Garbage truck, yes. A bike should be, yes, but fair. Okay. Whatever. The only other vehicle that I saw in this movie was police motorcycle, which would count. Police motorcycle, I have two, yes. Are there others or no? That's all that I got. I, the, the, the boat playground situation was my sleepy sneaky pick i like it i yeah. i say we count it it counts aaron take that 
I have a question for you about the high school element, then we can talk about uh, Katie the girl, but there's when when they first get to the high school and there's those like yuppie kids talking about all the schools they got into right they're like i got yale and it, no, it kind of looked blah. like he was passing out acceptance letters he, like did, you could he? buy them mm-hmm. you know i i didn't know if he was selling like for me when i was watching it this time i was like is he selling college entrance letters pre-written to the stylies of these schools but no i think that you're right it makes more sense that he's like flexing his acceptance letters but the range that he hits is wild Well, that was my question because he lumps in smu southern methodist in there which okay i'm like makes so sense but a thing on a thing on brian's podcast is he always talks about how every movie's like the only talk the only schools that exist are harvard and Yale. Stanford, and it's like and yeah oh, like, that's it it's just yeah, like it's, it's and then ivy, like, league, and then like, ivy league only essentially yeah and then it's like and then like local university and like you either go to like the good school or like the local podunk school that nobody cares about like community college down the street yes and so this is kind of that where it's like i got into yale i got into harvard i got into smu and I'm he like, ends SMU. with you actually even worse he ends with yale and harvard he's like smu blah 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 yale harvard and i'm like that that's an interesting it's weird right yeah it is i mean it's not the weirdest thing that people say in this movie we'll talk about that but like it's a weird thing oh joe fax i've never applied to college before wait how'd you get into college emilio did it for me oh when my when i was applying my dad was like i want you to apply to these schools i'm like i don't want to go to those schools he's like you're gonna apply i'm like okay cool like you can do the application then so he did like i wrote the essays when i had to write an essay but oh like, i didn't do that either emilio wrote that for me my dad was just like, I'm not going to write the essays. I'm like, all right, like we can we can repurpose some stuff. But I applied to I think to myself, and then he applied to like seven more. And I'm like, I don't want to go to these schools, but sure, whatever. Have fun, yeah. If you're going to pay for this and whatever, fuck. Seriously, it. don't care. I'm not going to go there anyway. So like, if they accept me, cool. Yep. So what? Let's talk about what did you want to talk about with his with the girl he was trying to impress that girl Katie. Okay, this is like one of my favorite scenes mm-hmm. because. To, to paint the picture for you, he pulls up on his BMX bike, obviously. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, look at all these cool tricks I can do. And he mm-hmm. just does tricks at her mm-hmm. for like three yeah, at minutes. Her. Not to her or not in front of at her, her, but at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At her. And just the lines that he's dropping in this is he's like, oh, wow, you're so easily impressed. And it, it doesn't deliver like sarcasm, although it should be. No, he thinks he's killing it. He thinks he's killing it, and she is clearly does not give a fuck about what he's like, doing. Like, cell phones here. did not exist in 1986, but like, or at least not, you know, not like commercial, like widely, whatever, but like, she's basically on her phone, right? Like, it's essentially just like, yeah. she has AirPods in, she's on her phone, she's just trying to get to class, and he's just mm-hmm. like, hey, 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 you, you, mm-hmm. and like pointing at her. Yes. But he does all these like BMX tricks at her, and then they're like, he's like, are you going to the dance? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, cool, you can go with me. And she's like, no. And he's like... But I just did so many tricks. Yeah, I just did so many tricks. And then eventually she's like, okay, fine. I guess I'll see you there. And he's like, rad. And he's like, I'll pick you up. And she's like, on this stupid bike? And he's like, yeah. And he makes like the dumbest face I've ever ever seen in a movie. It's just like this really dumb face that he's like, okay, again, he thinks he's killing it. And everything that she's showing him... Is just disgust, mm-hmm. and I love it. I, I I really really enjoy it. I mean, it's good for him that Aunt Becky comes into town, like who's way more attractive people. 
just she I, is. He's he's just hyper fascinated by this girl because she's never wearing a bra in this movie. Is exactly yeah. what's happening. Mm-hmm. And but like Aunt Becky rolls into town with a bunch of people that she clearly hates, and just like crew is not one of those what is people. She, she's like she's like the mongoose promo girl. Yep. She like she like is like a Red Bull girl. Mm-hmm. Monster energy, something like that. But she just does that for mongoose. And can also yep. ride bikes and wins medals. She's still racing for trophies, so she can't go in Hell Race, Hell Track, because yeah, because I think she's like, she's already she's like a pro. pro or something, right? Yeah, she's not an amateur. These are all amateur kids, which is weird because the best BMXer in the world is also in Hell Track, but it's this blonde Taylor. guy, Bert yeah. Taylor. Bert, ta- yeah. these names are fucking. What's his name? Crew. Something. So Crew is short for his real name is Christopher, which Talia Shire says once. But crew is short for cruiser, which his friends call him like twice. So like they just call him crew, but he's short for cruiser, but his real name is Christopher. So Christopher, cruiser, crew, whatever. Okay. Jones. Jones. Crew Jones. Yeah. And then what's his name? Brad Thomas. Something Thomas. You just said it. The blonde kid. Oh, Bert Bert Taylor? Bert Taylor. Brad Taylor? Hold on. We got, well, Lori Loughlin and Becky as Christian Hollings, the only female Christian I've ever seen named anywhere interesting yeah yeah i don't think that her name would have been christian it would have been like christina right something Mm -hmm. like that or just chris chris yeah christian and they call her christian they don't call her chris they call her christian the old guy who helps him at the end is ray walston he plays burton timmer he is mr hand from fast times he's the he's did you have you seen fast times yes do you remember like the the when um, Sean Penn Spicoli orders pizza in class and is driving his teacher crazy? Yes, that's this teacher. That's that guy. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Bart Connor plays Bart Taylor. So he just plays a guy named Bart. Bart Taylor is the guy. Bart Taylor. Okay, not Bart Brad Taylor. Taylor. Bart. Bart Taylor. There's Rex Reynolds and Rod Reynolds. They're his like goons. Yeah, they're the brother goons. Yeah. And also, then him, last name. him not being the bad guy, essentially, awesome. Well, I think what's what nice a wild is that fucking spo- turn. Spoilers to the end, would like he wants to wait, he waits for crew to race to the end. I think he's just like, no, this is like an actual competitor, and I, I like, I don't agree that like he should have gotten screwed over. Like he could have easily won because like the you know the his goons were given the task to take him out, and they took him out. Yeah, but Bert is just like, or Bart is like, no, I'm gonna wait. We're gonna race one on one, and then he loses. Yeah, exactly, because crew is so much faster. And then he joins Rad Racing. Yeah, he just says, fuck Mongoose. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave like Aunt Becky did, and I will just be on this t-shirt company this race mm-hmm. team. I do like that the central conflict in this is the same, basically, kind of, central conflict from High School Musical. Which is what? So in High School Musical, the I just want to dance. And no, 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 no. It's, and he wants to play basketball. That. His dad really wants him to play basketball. The and playoff he just wants game or the dance. championship game and the musical are on the same day. Oh, that's and right. Here, yeah. Held track qualifying and the SATs are on the same day. And his mom says, "You can't do that because you have to take the SATs." And he said, "I'll take them in six months," which made me question. How often are they offering the SATs? Because like nowadays, you could take them pretty much every fucking Saturday if you wanted, right? Yeah. It's like every in, in like maybe some Wednesdays and Fridays or something too. I think that there's like multiple days, and you could do like a morning and an evening one or whatever you want. Yep. So was there just but, like one SATs in the eighties? Like there's just you just did you just got it once a year, 
That's it. I don't know. I I doubt like, it. Like today, very navigable around, but maybe back then it was different. I don't know. But it's just like it's the same thing. Where it's just like what he wants to do and what he's supposed to do are at the same time. Yeah, and Adrian's pissed. Only do one. Yeah, Adrian's she's so like, pissed ironing clothes in her kitchen at home and she sees on TV because she's watching Helltrack for some reason. And she's it's just also like, being broadcast. Mm-hmm. They're like, local area kid, Crew Jones. She's like, god damn it, Crew. Okay. You're leading me right to the best part of that. Okay. okay. I have a surprise for you. I've been saving it. I didn't even post Ooh. it in the Discord today because I've been saving it for you for right now. Okay. She's watching TV. Crew Jones on TV. Okay. So mm-hmm. what does she do, Joey? Well, she goes down there, doesn't she? Yes. Okay, and as she goes down there, mm-hmm. look at what I just sent you. Hold on. She's walking up. She sees crew at the thing. Look what's right behind her. Oh, my God. You have Steeler's radar. I smelt it. I, it's like a .1 second clip. This kid behind her. So who is Steelers number 58? Is that somebody famous or is that just like he's like his like Pop Warner team is the Steelers and he's number 58 on those? Let me see. I don't remember. Steelers 58. Because this is like Because where does this movie take place? In California? It it seems like it. It was shot in Canada. Oh, Jack Lambert. It's definitely a Jack Lambert jersey. Okay. Okay. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So it was shot in Canada. I don't know. It feels like. California California although it's fall and summer at the same time somehow well, so so Go there's ahead. trivia about that it's fall but it looks like summer because they painted trees green that's a wild choice so like if you know that and you watch it you're like oh yeah that that leaf is supposed to be yellow and it's like partly yellow but like it's mostly green because they just took like a big old like and just like painted a bunch of leaves that ma- that makes sense I was very confused because it's fall and it's clearly fall and like all the leaves are fall, but they love getting wet in this movie. They just want to be in the water, in their clothes as many times as they can. Well, Joe, what do they want to do the most? Do you remember the words? Go swimming. No, I do remember. (laughs) I remember (laughs) they want to go ass sliding. God, what I wouldn't give to go ass sliding with you right now. That's that's I think significantly better than call me by your name like let's go swimming like mm-hmm. let's go ass sliding right because this now. is literally verbatim what they say where he's just like where they cut to a scene they cut to a river and off screen Aunt Becky says this is what and he goes this is ass, ass sliding. sliding and it's just like a big like metal slide it, I don't think it's a metal it's it to me it kind of looked like it was like a hollowed out log that was also then covered. And so fully clothed, they just hop on this fucker straight into the river, fully clothed, totally okay. Nobody seems to give a shit. I do feel like we lost something when, like, we started carrying around, like, pockets full of stuff that can't get wet. Like, when you're old enough to have car keys and wallets, but also phones. Like, the 80s were a simple time when kids could just, like, jump in water. You could. I absolutely 100% agree with you, Joey. I think about this all the time. You lose the, like, tossing someone into the pool thing Mm -hmm. because, like, they could be like, oh, no, my phone. Or, like, oh, no, I had my keys. Oh, no, my EpiPen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anything, any possible. Yeah, because there was no allergies in the 80s. They drank out of hose water, walked Mm -hmm. four miles each way uphill to school, and kids just didn't have peanut allergies. 
I will say, speaking of Aunt Becky and cops and ass sliding, I do like that even in the 80s, she's basically like a cab because like the cops like, you see a kid around here and she goes. On a bike. Yeah. And she's like, every yeah, kid's lots on a of bike. <laughs> yes. She's like, she fuck did. off, dude. She did. And what, we, what did we just watch? It was a what, uh, Terminator 2. He did the exact mm-hmm. same thing. We just watched two movies of kids being like, get fucked, cops. Yeah, in a, in a five-year window, 86 to like 91, where they're just like, nope, fuck off. Yeah, and then all those people grew up to put stickers on the back of their trucks. So these are the movies that they grew up with, and then they were like, you know what? Those guys are cool. Yep. I support my local Policeman's Benevolent Association. Please don't give me a speeding ticket. Yeah. Let's talk about the dance scene. Oh, um, it's top tier. Like, Go it's ahead. It's a school dance scene where, like, the out-of-towners are also invited. Yes, that's what I was trying to figure out. And I wish we had Brian just to, like, phone a friend to just figure out. Because, like, how many times... Because th- this is never going to work, right? Mm-mm. There's Mm-mm. no mm-hmm. such place that you would have, like, okay, we're having a dance for children. It's going to be at the school gymnasium. But then a bunch of kids that don't come to the school are definitely allowed in. That, does, like, that just seems like terrible, terrible. Historically, and again, probably things have changed since Columbine, since like, you know, lots of school shootings. Even when we were young. I think like you could like an outsider could go like if they were like invited, but you also have to like probably have like paperwork. Like I'm with, like he is with I me guess or whatever. American Graffiti, we kind of get that right. Because like somebody. Yeah, but that's like that's supposed to be the 60s, right? Like that's a whole different era. Yeah. Definitely, that's it. Or the fifties, I don't know. But yeah, this is like they're like, no, like we're in town, we got nothing to do. Let's go. Like it's like they're throwing a house party, but the house party is thrown by the school and is an official dance. The teachers spike the punch bowl. Hmm. Okay. They're like, we don't want to be here. Let's get drunk. As at, yeah, but that's the kids' punch. Like yeah, weird. Well. Everybody, everybody gets a taste today. When I was watching that. The first thought that I thought, and this is uh, this is like the reciprocal of like why are kids at this thing that can't go there? Looking at this scene with the punch bowl, how gross do you feel now that we've survived a pandemic? Isn't that like the most disgusting shit you could ever see? I've thought like the one thing I thought early punch in the pandemic, bowl is gross, and like people like to talk about. around it. It's like that's even like they're gonna spit into this punch bowl and then. It's not even covered. It's like, I get the, like, things that are, like, the dispensers. Kind of like a Gatorade mm-hmm. type thing. Like, that mm-hmm. would kind of make sense. No, this is just a bowl, a ladle, send it. We might have even talked about this in here, but the thing that I was just like, oh, this is never coming back, is bobbing for apples. Yeah. You want to sho- shove your, your face, your open mouth into a bowl of ice-cold water that, like, everyone else has put their face in? And then try to bite an apple, and if you don't get it, you just leave, like, your mouth bite on the apple uh-huh. that's for somebody else to get yeah COVID that's, killed it. that's done thanks covid thanks obama yeah um but i do so there was this there's send me an this i mean this the soundtrack is incredible but we didn't talk about the dancing, dancing oh, go ahead. okay yeah, yeah the soundtrack send me the, an angel yes which is an all-timer of a song but this is where they're doing their dance their bike dancing well first they have a full the bmx kids what not rip taylor bart tom bart taylor bart taylor he bart the tool time taylor bart the tool time taylor he does a full choreographed dance actual dance scene with mm-hmm. his minions mm-hmm. the minion brothers and him and some girl that's not aunt becky have like a full 
court. And I was like, how, what, what is this kid into? You're right. Now that you say it, he's very Zeph in high school musical. Cause he can dance and he can bike. He's just the best of both hoods in this movie. How much extra time does he have? Right? Like, doesn't seem like those two worlds overlap, but he does it enough and is influential enough that he convinces the two minions that they also need to learn the dance moves for this fucking dance number. And then I yeah. thought, like you said before, this isn't uh, cell phone time, so they're not doing like the Harlem Shake, like to get on TikTok and like be famous. That you you can only see this dance number. They practice this only to go on BMX tours to flex in somebody else's high school that they practice this dance number. I do feel like not to get like weird or creepy or gross, but like, I feel like if you're, a, if you're a traveling amateur BMX troupe, which logistics, of, which don't make sense, mid teenagers, but if you're like talented and good looking and you're going to town, like they're probably just trying to hook up with girls, right? Like there, there's, there's a reason to be good at dancing. Although it seems like they more want to spend time with each other than like anyone else. Kind of right. It's like, yeah. And they kind of the got two, that, the groupies that find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, there's definitely groupies that are like BMX groupie girls. But yes, but then crew and just Christian. shows up and is allowed to bring his bicycle into a dance again. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. No rules here. Well, I guess everybody's drunk because the teacher spiked the punch bowl. So like at that yeah. point, they're just hammered. They're just like, fuck it. Let him bring the bike in. Who cares? And then in this movie that's like 91 minutes before credits, there is a full three or four minute scene of them slow-mo bike dancing to Send Me an Angel where they're like, where the art for this episode, I mean, just, I'm sure, hold on, YouTube, Rad Send Me an Angel. Or Rad Bike Dance. No, just, if you Google or YouTube, Rad Send Me an Angel, there is the Send Me an Angel extended version. It's, that's six and a half minutes. I don't know why it's that long, but there's a four minute version too, but like, yeah, just go watch it if you haven't seen it, because it is one of the best things in any movie ever. Joey's right. That's If you don't want to watch this movie, at least just go watch that part of it. Yeah. And it's worth the four minutes, I promise you. Like, I get that, like, this movie's probably not for everybody. Like, I don't think people are going to hate this. They might just be like, that was done like this kid movie. Like, I don't want to see that, whatever. But, like... Oh, no, I think it's silly and stupid and fun. It's just fun, but yeah. go ahead. But there's it's just like that where like even if you don't want to watch the whole movie like I don't know if any of you out there like watch these movies along with us I know some of you watch some of them whatever but like this is one that at least like Joe was saying watch this clip there's a couple of clips in here maybe find clips of help track too later like do that but like this is so good and weird and specific in a way that is bizarre but like cool we say this we say this all the time because you and I talk about this and and you describe it's like. It's a unique thing. I have never seen this on film before. I don't know if we'll ever see it again. That's why I'm hyper fixated on the bike, the slow motion bike dance kind of ice capades type shit that's happening in this scene. Yeah, it's something that I've never seen before. We'll probably never see again. And if I do, there's not going to be four minutes of it in a row in a movie. In a 90 minute movie. Right. Like, that's why, like, when you said, is, is there other movies like this? Like, Rocky Four is 85 minutes long, including credits. There's, like, 25 minutes of montages, like, like training montages. There's, like, 10 or 15 minutes of clips from previous movies. It's like, there's no movie to Rocky Four. It's just, like, other clips from other movies and then training montages and, like, a full James Brown doing Living in America when yes apollo creed comes out and she's yes. like there's no movie here and that's why i love it like that's the same it's thing sick. here just like 
They're like, how do we fill 90 minutes? Well, we, they could dance on on bikes in slow motion for four minutes. We could have like after a dance number. Hell track. Mm-hmm. They're like, we'll do a dance number. And they're like, well, what if they dance on bikes? They're like, well, we're not going to cut the dance number for that. So just like do both. Like there's no rules here. We can't not do. <laughs> so what's the plot of this movie? Both. There's a race the kid has to complete. Like that's not 90 minutes. Um, what like, else do we do? Well, you need an evil guy to try to stop him, right? And they're like, okay, cool. So what do you have to do? You have to have, you have to get in and you have to have a sponsor. And then the conflict is it's the same day as his SATs. This guy's out to get him. How do they fix it? They make t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And then you get the other grumpy guy to buy $27,000 worth of t-shirts. After the town donates somehow like $20,000. Where does that money go, by the way? It doesn't I'm, go to, like, the guy, like, the owner. Like, you just need a $50,000 sponsor. Also, yes. Also, it's not an entry fee. No. And also, like, how is it not just that, like, the pizza shop that he works for is, like, he he's Pizza Boy's BMX right. team. That's like, like, that's all they needed. I think that's the thing where it's just, like, yeah, the, the movie doesn't, like, really want you to think about that. Because it could just be, like, the pizza shop is just, like... Yeah, you know, fifty thousand dollars. That's I our sponsorship. I gave it to him. I gave it to him definitely. Like he like, works there. All right. They kind of had some weird falling out, kind of, and I don't really remember why, but they do. And they get back together and to to canoodle again. They lady in the tramp and ice cream cone, mm-hmm. and that's something else I've never seen happen before or considered. What I love about that is that he's like he's apologizing to her, right? And he like. She has an ice cream cone. They, like, do that. And there's, like, a girl who comes in to tell crew that, like, there's being a meeting. Like, they're holding a meeting about him, like, how to, like, raise the money. And she, like, waits for them to finish. (laughs) I mean, what else would you do? If they're they're just going at this ice cream cone from both sides, you just got to let them ice cream. The movie keeps cutting back to this girl. It's, like, it's them talking. And then the door opens. We see the girl. And they cut back to them, and then we cut back to her. She's like, crew. He's like, hold on, I gotta eat this ice cream cone. With her, essentially. You know what this is? This is remnants of the balls-out version of this movie, Joey. Mmm. Yeah, yeah, in, in you your version. You need the version, second girl watching. No, she joins in, and, like, that's a sexy. There's scene. no ice cream, There's no ice cream cone. <laughs> it's her and the other girl. No ice cream cone, and Cruz just in the middle, like, I gotta get to this meeting. See, I don't mind this. I, I'm i just so glad that, like, Brian's picks and, like, that movie we watched with Montez have dissuaded you from the porn parody lap for this podcast, because, like, I couldn't, I couldn't no, do it. I couldn't like, talk about it. like, us making it, uh, us making one up mm-hmm. about Rad Fine. is way more fun. That? No, thank you. They're making the t-shirts crew is so i bought this shirt this is just like a bootleg that i bought on amazon and i thought it was gonna suck but like it's actually really nice it's held up in the wash which is nice but he also he wears a sweatshirt that says rad racing on the front and the back i'm like i want the sweatshirt man like when we were in college kind of like the the shirt that they make for him yeah but he has one that's a sweatshirt version like a variation like when we were in college and I ran a TV station. We had, like, a big budget, and so I paid to have a logo designed, and we made a bunch of T-shirts, and we gave out, like, 500 T-shirts to the school, which is, like, whoever wants them or whatever. But the people who were in the club got sweatshirts. And so oh. there were only, like, 15 sweatshirts, but there were, like, 500 T-shirts. And so 
that was kind of cool. But I'm just like, ooh, like it's it, it makes sense that only crew has that, but I want that sweatshirt. Like the crew oh, neck. Also, red, it, on this red. like weird thing, you just pop, like popped a weird thing into my head. You know what I saw today that I think you what? might find interesting that I didn't tell you yet? Is that did you see that uh, they made cards from the World Baseball Classic of Otani pitching to Mike Trout, and Mike Trout bought three of them. He got him and Shohei to sign them and numbered them, hand numbered them one to three. That's awesome. And he gave one to Shohei, and he has one. And he got What's them the like graded. What's the third one gonna do? I, 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 I don't know. Some some other guy was holding it. I don't know if it was like his translator, like Shohei's translator or something. But there was like another guy with them. That was. I don't remember one. if we said this on the podcast. I know that I told you this, but when I got the Dom card from Heather, yes, and that's numbered out of a thousand or nine ninety nine or whatever. I don't know if we said. I don't think we said we, we did. I made her what? The oh Bilkins no, you one. didn't. No, yes, I, you didn't. I, I made. I used that fast ten face swap formatting. Yeah, formatting. Put Bilkins in the car. Went to Fed, FedEx Kinkos, and she's like, well, "How do you want this printed?" I'm like, "I don't care. She's gonna throw it out." But I don't think she's thrown it out. But they printed on like sort of like cardstocky, like photo, like a thicker photo paper, and I numbered that one of one. So Heather has the only Bilkins fast ten card in the world, unofficial. Official, Bilkins. unofficial, official, premier dedicated one of one Bilkins. Exactly. But Aunt Becky and crew go on a a date where they're just doing bike tricks and like impressing each other. And there's a line where they say, and I what? don't remember the context, but I love it. I should remember the context, but I don't. What is hot chocolate without milk? Oh yeah, cause, well because they're wet again. Mm-hmm. They're wet again, and then they're like. Actually, we're going to pretend it's fall this time because a season has passed in the two days of hell Mm -hmm. track. And so they're like snuggled in a in a cabin. God only knows where they found this cabin. And he uses cans of beans. She specifically references that he dumped. Why would they were traveling with cans of beans to go do bike tricks and get wet in the fall? I don't understand either. Don't know. But he empties, the, he wastes the cans of beans to get river water to make hot chocolate. And what mm-hmm. is hot chocolate without milk, Joey? I agree with this. I fucking hate. Like a watery hot chocolate is not good. You need, you need the you need the richness, the depth that milk brings. The milk. Yeah, you do. Also, I have like a specific place I want the milk to get to. Because you know like when you like, if you microwave milk, you get like the skin and like it doesn't. I like to whisk mine on the stove to get it like superheated. It's mm. it's the way. If you want to make hot chocolate, you whisk it on the stove in a small pot, and then when it gets nice and superheated, that's when you go. That's how you do it. But if you're in a cabin in the woods, in a bean can cans, with river and river water, it'll do, I guess. You know, but again, won't what be is hot sexy. chocolate milk? Yeah, you can't lady in the tramp a bean can, can you? But then we finally get to uh, Hell Track, and Crew is nervous. There's two more quotes that I wrote down. Okay. One of which I've already said, God, what I wouldn't give to go ass sliding with you right now. Like, he's there. He's finally made it. He's where he wants to be, and all he wants to do is ass, ass slide with Becky. He does, he does, man. But then the titular in the fall, original. In the fall, and get wet again. again I'm still hung up. I hate being I hate being wet in clothes. This is, like, one of, this is such a pet peeve of mine. Like, wet socks wet pants anything hate it hate it hate it okay sorry but the other line 
the titular sort of line is okay. when the cop pulls up next to me and says, crew, you can do it. Just pretend you're in the lumber yard. Go balls out. And crew's like, I can do it. He says goes balls out to him. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. The funniest thing, and I did not notice this. I mean, I've noticed, I know the scene because the scene is also wildly long. It's also like, how do we feel 90 minutes? But there's an IMDb trivia about this. But they're like, we're going to introduce every writer in Hell Track. Like, here's this guy, and here's this guy, and here's these twins, and here's this guy. Here's oh, they this guy, do. Right? It takes way too long. Entirely too long. There's 20 people in the race. They introduce 19 of them. I don't know why they didn't introduce the 20th. But there's 20 people racing, and there's only 19 introduced. So Is it the kid that is, like, injured or something? Will you sign my cast? Maybe like I don't know. I'm being true. It was just like they only introduced 19, but you know, that tracks. That makes sense. They had to cut one. The scene got too long. They had to take one out. What if you were the 20th kid and you were like, dude, I'm telling you, I was in rad. And they're like, you're not in this movie. And you're like, no, I was the 20th. No, that's me. It's like, yeah, that kid's wearing a helmet. Like, I can't tell it's you. Where are you introduced? (laughs) Cut my scene. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, I love it. Let me race. Like we mentioned, Bart waits for crew to catch up. Oh, wait, before the race. Yeah. My one of my favorite lines and like the last favorite line that I have written down is he's like he's talking about how that he bought twenty seven thousand dollars worth of shirts and he's like, Are you telling me you want crew to lose? And he's like, Yeah, you big hick. <laughs> That's just what he says to him. But crew does not lose. Crew wins. He wins. And the team kicks Bart off the team, and then he joins Rad Racing. Yeah. And then we have the movie's other... I mean, there's there's a handful of incredible songs. The other, like, big song, Thunder in Your Heart. Thunder in Your Heart is fire flames, dude. I fucking love this song. It's so good. There is another movie that Vinegar Syndrome restored that we've also covered in High School Slumber Party that me and Mike talked about with Brian called Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Okay. But there are, again, multiple musical numbers that are just, like... But there is a musical, but, like, there's, like... It's it's this kind of, like, crazy 80s campy, incredible... Like, where it's about aliens come down, and they're trying to find music in the universe, and it's wonderful, and it's... I think you would love it. I think you and Rachel would love that. Voyage okay. of the Rock Aliens. But it's, like, you know, the, this is not a musical. These are just, like, cool songs, like... like rocky 80s style like playing over a thing but that's like actually this, mo- this song i was gonna ask you this song was made for rat right this wasn't like they didn't find this song I somewhere i so. it, it feels like it was there's some song it's I don't their eye of it the is. tiger it's it's definitely like their eye of the tiger type thing happening here there was something that was that was made for this movie that was only made for this movie but was like left off the soundtrack and so like it just doesn't exist anymore like it just it's been lost to time so it's a different era, but yeah, I think I think a lot of these were probably either like it's not like they're picking like the biggest songs of the eighties. Like No, you know, no, no, no. These are clearly like Send Me an Angel and Thunder in Your Heart are like not they're just they're rad songs. Yeah. The craziest thing though, is not maybe not that crazy, but like I was confused. In the credits, there are like censored credits. Okay. So like behind the credits, there's like kids doing BMX tricks or whatever. But yes, then like yes, as the very cool. I was watching red, that. Yeah, I was watching because the BMX like the intro and outro of this movie with the BMX tricks just by themselves, sick, awesome. Yeah. Yes, and there's things where like it's the job they did is censored. Like the the person's name is fine, but there's like trainee, and then there's like a big red bar, 
And like you can see that the red bar is put over letters. Like you can kind of see letters behind it, but it's like they didn't want to advertise who they trained. It was a weird, like it didn't seem like I couldn't think of a reason this would happen. I can't think of a reason why it would be like offensive. Labor laws? Just like trainee. Mm. Yeah. Did, did you find an explanation for it or just no, noticed no. it? No. I just noticed it. I'm just like, because I, I read the trivia and it wasn't in there. Is this a crazy credit? This is. Can you submit this, or have you checked crazy credits? Hold on, I need to check crazy credits. I cannot believe you didn't connect these dots here, bud. Crazy credits. Oh, there are three. Okay. Number one, three up, zero down. R. L. Osborne, and oh, Joe, what? It's in here. It's number two. Okay, good. Okay, good. Man, this lap is the gift that keeps on giving. Okay, number one, R. L. Osborne. And Martin, ooh, Vinegar Syndrome just sent me a push notification. And Martin Aparillo performed BMX feats throughout much of the end credits. Three up, zero down. Yeah, yes. that happened. Okay. That's what we were just talking about. Okay, but here we go. Three up, zero down again. This is the answer. I'm going to skip this one. I'm come back to that. Number three, three up, one down. So that's why it's the least, it's the lowest in the list. Yeah, that one sucks. This is in quotes. This is like something that's written in the credits. Warning in all capital letters. It's like the jackass thing. Warning, much of the action depicted in the movie Rad is potentially dangerous. Virtually all the riders are experienced experts or professionals. Virtually all the riders. There were some some novices, but we're not going to tell you who. You can find out for yourself. Do not attempt to duplicate any stunts that are beyond your own capabilities. Always wear the appropriate safety gear, dash, dash, the producers. But here we go. Okay. The end credits contain five, quote, trainee credits that are censored. Okay. According to co-writer Sam Bernard on the behind-the-scenes commentary, the reason why the titles of trainers of the trainees are covered up is because the WGA, stand solidarity with them, wouldn't let the crew put them in. Originally, training script writer was written, but it was pulled at the last minute, worrying they could be fined. Yes, it was some kind of labor law. So, like, they weren't allowed to let them be trainees on script writing because then they would have had to pay them as writers because there's no such thing as... Tra- so, they were being scummy. Cool. So, I thought they were trainees for, like, bike people, like bike Yeah. Pros. No. That would have made sense. It's just unpaid writing labor. Pretty much is what I think we've connected the dots on. Wow. And the WGA was fighting the good fight even back then. I can't believe I didn't even think to check crazy credits. I will say, I did not read the email yet. We'll read it next week. But Larson sent in an email called Crazy Credits. Oh, okay. Interesting. Sorry, I don't Good. know if he's got, like, history of Crazy Credits, but just that's a teaser for next episode for the Life in the Fast Lane. Oh, We're fun, get fun, crazy fun. Crazy Credits email from Larson. Nice. Break the Ice, Love Theme from Rad, Thunder in Your Heart, Baby Come Back. That's for Eddie Grant. That's a song. Yeah. Send Me an Angel, Riverside, Music That You Can Dance To by Sparks, which is, you know, a band that sort of had a resurgence. They had a documentary come out a couple years ago. Wind Me Up, Get Strange, and Caught Up in the Crossfire. Crossfire. I always wanted Crossfire as a kid. Did you have Crossfire? No, Did I just you know, know the, the, I know the commercials and I know the thing. I think I think I had a friend who had, had it. But it was just God. like he'd shoot a lot of, like, marbles. Not marbles, but, like, pinballs, like, across at each other, right? Yeah, it was, like, ball bearings. And it just was like one fucker in the middle. But the commercial was so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is spoofed in Hot Rod. When he's going to do the big jump, his crew is all wearing red t-shirts that say Rod Racing as opposed to Rod Racing. Oh, I didn't know that. But that makes so much sense. Cool. Any other thoughts, any other notes that you have about Rad? 
Um, I think the black and gold mongoose BMX jerseys that they wear are like some of the sickest shit I've ever seen. And well, as because much it's as Pittsburgh like, colors, that, true. But uh, with your T-shirt, I would really like one of those mongoose, a la like a what is it like Cobra Kai style shirt, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. So you want to be like the bad boy in town? Like you don't want the rat racing like I have. Like you don't want to be here. You want to be the mongoose. I'm coming through town. I'm dancing in your school, I'm hooking up with your women, and I'm getting the fuck out. That's that's it. I'm here to kick ass and take names. Love it. Yeah. Anything else? I I think I cut in all of my other notes. I think I think that was it, bud. All right. Let's watch the trailer. So there's a restoration trailer, which we're not. Oh, Redline. That was it. They they keep referencing Redline Racing, and Redline wasn't going to be one of the titles of Fast and the Furious. There's our Fast Nexion, by Mm -hmm, the way. mm -hmm, There you mm -hmm, go. mm -hmm. That was very very cool. My first note and my last note. My first note in the document. All right, so we're going to watch, I think this is the original. I was saying that there's a restoration trailer. I don't think that's this. I think this is the original one. This is Rad Trailer 1986, posted by Chris Film Trivia 10 years ago. Great name. Has 409,000 views. Top comment. Born in 08. Favorite movie, without a doubt. My dad introduced me to when I, introduced it to me when I was 10, probably, and I loved it. Really makes me wish I was alive in those times. All the shit in my generation gets overwhelming sometimes. Oh, I know God. it wasn't, but the 80s just seemed so perfect and simple. I think that's the beauty of it. But anyway, to who may be reading this, I truly hop. You have an excellent day. The, the, I love computer. this. It's like all the Zoomers are like really into like 90s shit, and I'm like, I lived it. It really wasn't that cool, guys. I mean, like, eh. Everything's cool when you look back at it. But in the time, it's just like, this is fine. Or this sucks. Yeah, like, they're they're all, like, super into 90s shit. Oh, George Pickens was just at, like, th- this was mind-blowing to me. George Pickens, young Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver. He's maybe, like, 22, right? Is he on they, the t-shirt like, that we made? Is that him? Yes, it's George Pickens okay. on the t-shirt, yes. So they interview him, and they're like, what kind of shoes do you like? And he was like, I like Bapestas. They're kind of like Nike Dunks, but made by Bape. And I was like, who doesn't know what Bapestas are? Like, this was, like, the biggest shit ever when, like, Lil Wayne mm-hmm. was big. And then I was like, oh, yeah, not him. He wasn't alive. Like, <laughs> like, or at least not cognizant enough to realize that's what was happening. Right. So, oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. 90s, 90s lore, 90s fun. Okay. All right, let's watch this trailer. Are you ready? Ready when you are, bud. Three, two, one, play. Try Star Pictures. Oh, like, it's yeah. a real move, like a real, really produced. There's the red at the top. That, that was the, that was the, um, uh, the ship. Hey, good okay. looking yeah. when he does that. There's Mr. I thought that, that was me. The world would be a lot better off without kids. Oh, yeah. Oh man! It's also funny that like they 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 roll into town like all cool in that like parade, and there's like so many people in that one car. It's like you don't look cool being that tightly, you know, together in a. You know what I was just thinking watching this trailer is like, is this movie not made for Rob Lowe? Like he deserves to be in this movie somewhere. He could either be the Ooh. evil guy or the main. Ca- somebody needs to be Rob Lowe in this movie. Well, this same year, Rob, I think he's too old. Like Rob Lowe's in college. He's in this movie, Young Blood. That's a, a hockey movie with Keanu and yeah. Swayze and yeah. Those were the BMX jerseys that I liked. Bart. Yeah, yeah. He's going for it all. 
I do like that Bart had t-shirts before. Like Bart Taylor the, the man. Yeah. I do like that Aunt Becky teaches him how to do a backflip. She's like, you're letting your body lead your head. You gotta lead, lead with your head, the body and will she's follow. she's like, just take like, away the mattresses. And just then and you like, won't fuck yourself up. And he's like, yep, cool. And he does it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. We're gonna play the letterbox game. For reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road, one of the most popular films on Letterboxd, has 1.507, across the 1.5 million officially, oh, 1.507 million okay. times logged. Rad 1986, directed by Hal Needham, starring Bill Allen, Lori Loughlin, and Talia Shire, has been seen by how many people? They did the Vinegar Syndrome remaster but it was off for so long but it came out during letterboxd i and it has a cult kind of following Lori lachlan i'm gonna go forty-four thousand people one kid one dream one chance to be the best to be rad no 44 is way too high gotta go lower uh seventeen thousand. still too high one more guess Twelve and a half thousand. Six nine nine one. Seven thousand people. This is like still a well kept secret somehow. That's wild to me. But because like the uh, okay okay. Average rating I three point two. Yep. Most common a three, then a three and a half, then a four, then a five. Jason Randy gave it four stars. Also, Will Southern gave it five stars. Did Jason just watch it? Because he mentioned in the Discord that he was he like, "What are you guys it doing next?" In February. Okay. So okay. So not too long ago. But not like when he, we were like, oh, we're going to No, not, not this something. month. Not for okay, this. Okay, cool. We're going to go Lane. to... It was Lane asking then. Oh, Sorry. gotcha. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I follow Lane on Letterboxd. I don't know if he is on Letterboxd. Maybe he is. Is he? I had this in my top four for a long time. I was going to make you play mine if I couldn't find a good one, but I did find a good one. We're going to go to Mike Medina at Michael X Medina on Letterboxd. Okay. Letterbox is a thing where, like, after you... Not Michael like, Moser, not Michael not Manzi. Michael, Moser, Michael Medina, Michael Not Medina. Michael Manzi, oh, actually, just M&Ms all over speaking the Speaking of, shout out to Cassie Wilson, oh. Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of High School Ooh. Slumber Party, Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato, D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sports, mm-hmm. Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, Josh Buckley of Whole Lot of Wolves, yep. Michael Moser, Christian Larson, Tara New One, Aaron Wolosin, Natalie Absolute, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Montez. Thank you all for supporting us at the $5 level or above on Too Fast, TooForever.com. Okay, so the way that Letterboxd does it, it's letterboxd.com slash username slash film slash rad. And then for every time you review it past that or you, like, log it past that, it adds a number. So it'll be, like, slash one, two, three, four, five, whatever. Yeah, to So Mike Medina, I have two reviews, one in June of 2020 and one in December of 2020. And we'll get to the number in a second. But just keep those to, like, five or six-month window, right? Yep. In June, my all-time favorite movie was just released on 4K and Blu-ray for the first time, so I can finally retire my VHS. Rad is a perfect 80s movie with an amazing soundtrack, and I'm so happy it's finally been released on disc. I'm about to impulse purchase a vintage BMX bike off eBay so I can relive my youth. Five stars. Oh, is it so going to get a mongoose? That's what I, I want to so. know. I, ha- I guess you have to, right? Then six months later, his review says, 
eighth time viewing it since this summer, and I realized I could watch this movie weekly and never get tired of it. Five stars. So rad slash seven. I'm just like, all right, Mike Medina, that's what's up. But on Letterboxd, it's his number two movie. This is his favorite movie of all time, but it's his number two. His other three movies Back to the Future. No. They're all from between... 1969 and 1980. Okay. They're all enormous, beloved... Terminator. Terminator classics. 2. No. Robocop. Yeah, those, are two, those, are two, those are all two niece. Two, two, Sorry. Two recent. Okay. Two of these are by the same director. One of them is a letterboxed all-star that I've always... I use as the clue, you love this movie. It's a horror movie that you love. And it's by a director who also has another director in this the guy's Shining. top four. Yes, The Shining number one. Kay. Another film by that director that we could actually theoretically do this lap. We're not doing this lap, but we could do this lap. Another movie by Stanley Kubrick earlier than The Shining. Not Full Metal Jacket? No, that's after The Shining. That's also, I don't know if there's vehicles in there of any kind of note. Tanks and stuff. That's why I was thinking it. Yeah, we could do Fury, which we did for Shia, which is a great movie, but we're not doing Fury either. No. Different vehicle. Um, Not a Clockwork Orange. Mm-mm. What we other? Wait for the people as furniture. Oh, 2001 A Space Odyssey? 2001 A Space Odyssey. We could do a spaceship if we want. We're doing other spaceship movies, I think. At least one other one. Um, but yeah, so Shiny number one, Rad number two, 2001 number four. And then number three, I will say Mike Medina's bio says mostly horror films, but since I watch normal, or sometimes I watch normal people movies too. So his number three is maybe, on average, people's favorite horror movie of all time. Uh, Think obvious. No, same year. Same year. I know that doesn't help you, but great guess, but no. Hmm. Favorite horror movie, not The Shining, because we already did that. Oh, it's actually the year before Alien. Which I know is going to be a big hint for you. Yeah, the years thing definitely helps. What's the color mm-hmm. of the car? Um, give me something else. So, come on, just like a tidbit. I will say that the movie poster for this, there is a hand as part of it. And only in the last couple of years did they ever realize Halloween? that the hand... Yeah. Did you know that the hand in the Halloween poster is also masking like a person's face screaming? Wait, what? No. What are you trying to say? Can you... Yeah, hold on. I do so if love you, fucking ha- I love Halloween. What? If you look at the poster I just put in there, the hand gripping the knife, the middle yes. knuckle is his nose, the vein oh, is his eye. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. I've you never... Know. That's the sickest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my cool God. You should have just said there's a knife on the poster. Well, I know, but I, I said there's a... You got it from... There's a hand on the poster. Yeah, I knew somehow. what that was. But yeah, so Mike Medina's top four, Shining, Rad, Halloween, 2001. Pretty good. Sick. Yeah, that's a good top four, too. That's a lot of fun, actually. I, I think Mike and I would get along. Shout out to Mike Medina for loving Rad the way he does. But that was Rad by Hal Needham. Again, sometime later, Slap will do the Megaforce movie, which I think came out a couple years before Megaforce. this. Megaforce. I also think that's a movie that Larson loves. I don't remember. I think it's a canon film, possibly, but... Oh, fun, yeah. fun. But yeah, so that's very cool. Anything else to say before I go into the what the next episodes are? Anything else you want to talk about? With Rad I'm or no? severely disappointed that you forgot about Crazy Credits. Well, I mean, we discovered it on air together. 
And we found out we, that the WGA was just like, you got to pay our writers. And they're like, mm, we're just going to censor that. We, we Lady in the Tramped that crazy credits together so hard. Our next episode is a fast lane. Then we got Fast and Furious 6. And then we got RRR for real this time, not swapping it around. So those are the next three episodes Fast Lane, Fast and Furious 6, RRR. Very exciting stuff. But I hope you enjoyed. Please go watch Rad. Rad's fun. And it's on for Canopy, so you yeah. can watch it easily. So go watch it. It's Yeah, it's short. It's fun. You get to see a very young Aunt Becky, which feels kind of weird. Even though she acts and sounds exactly like Aunt Becky. Like, she says there's one line I'm just like, you're going to be talking like that for the, the rest of your life, I guess? Or at least the next Pretty 10 much. years in Full House. The, oh, the, the college admission things is really funny, too, with Aunt Becky in this movie. And he was like, I got yeah. Yale, I got Harvard. And I was like, so did she. Mm-hmm. A lot of jokes about that. I think I think Brian and I talked about that around then. Makes sense. For all things Too Fast, Too Forever, go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on, I don't remember how to do this, X, Instagram, or, or uh, fucking... Twitter, just, on through, Twitter. Email us, family, at cageclub.me. We'll read those emails in the next episode. Check out our Patreon page at Too Fast, Too Forever.com and our store at cageclub.me slash shop and come back next week. For Life in the Fast Lane, number 16, for the Too Fast, Too Furious Minute, 91. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we will tell you all about it when we see you 